Yo, uh, good news for me, not good news for you, unless you intend to go and do some motorbike training. Uh, I'm back out with Cam Rider this weekend to continue uh, continue learning to ride a motorcycle. I am flipping enjoying it. There's, you, when you start off the motorbike training, you feel slightly vulnerable. You do, because you're not in a car. You haven't got your air con. You haven't got what, you haven't got your radio. Well, I don't know how big Harleys you get radio. It's been on your learning. You haven't got your radio. You haven't got your cup holder. But then when you get like your first sort of hour into it, you flip and enjoy it. You got the wind rushing by your helmet, coming up your neck. You feel exposed to the elements in a nice way. It's nice in the summer. In fact, did you know? You may not have known this. You can get like heated, heated clothing for motorbike riding. Because I was flapping. I wasn't. Fla- I never flap. I wasn't flapping. I was concerned that I would be less than warm during the winter on the motorbike. And then I found out you can get heated clothing. Um, but that's irrelevant at the minute because I haven't got. I haven't got my license yet. Uh, I'm doing it with Cam Rider Warwick um, they're local to me uh, run by a guy called Mike Gill what you may not have known from me mentioning them before because I flipping love this company and they love the military is that uh, Cam Rider they're, they're an award winning company they've been in existence since 1977 that is uber old I'm not even going to do the maths I'm an ex-paratrooper so I can't do maths without a calculator I'm not going to whip a calculator out now um, they're originally part of a large county council road safety department which is probably where they got the high standards from in 1992, they became a private operation under the direction of Bernard Adams, who's now the managing director of Camera at Cambridge, but he's also the CEO of the franchise company that administers all the different sites Camrider trains from. I train with Camrider Warwick. You can find them on Facebook, Camrider Warwick, funny enough. Uh, in the past 36 years, Camrider has grown to be a market leader in the field of motorcycle training. The company employs over 80 instructors. I have met personally three of them, and they are fantastic guys. Um, they provide CBD training, provide full test training to over 8,000 people a year. Um, they are very, very good. I like them very, very much. I'm enjoying motorbike riding very, very much. You feel vulnerable in the first hour of doing it. After that, you feel flipping awesome. There's something different about it. I don't, I, I'm still learning. There's something different about getting on the bike and just cutting about. It's you're exposing yourself in a legal way. You expose yourself to the elements. Going through the countryside on the motorbike. Parking spaces. How easy is it to find a parking space on a motorbike? Oh my God, it is awesome. Um, get a bike if you're going to do your motorbike training do it with Cam Rider Warwick have a look for them uh, in fact go to camrider.com and they've got all the information there I think actually they're getting an app I know they're updating their website I think they're getting an app they're all of the UK anyway uh, Michael like I said is at um, is at Cam Rider Warwick and I do like them um, also sponsoring us today is Adler Insurance Brokers. Adler Insurance Brokers is a leading chartered insurance broker specializing in property, construction risks, and business insurance. They support the ambitions and aspirations of business owners. They help you take the steps, however large or small, to keep your business moving, growing, adapting, and progressing. For over 30 years, Adler's clients have come to expect nothing but the best from them in terms of both service and standards. They believe in challenging the status quo, invested in the future, putting digital first and committing to new products and developments. They've grown into a brokerage that is now recognised both locally and nationally for a professional and personal approach. With never expanding reach, they're now able to deliver the same insurance as specialist knowledge in commercial, construction and property insurance to those across the UK, as well as those local to the West Midlands. They're based in Birmingham. 
Every care is taken and every avenue is explored to ensure that their clients are offered the very best cover available through their wealth of renowned specialist insurance providers. Firm support at the time of a claim and a service without compromise. They're proud to hold the prestigious title of Chartered Insurance Brokers awarded by the Chart awarded by the Chartered Insurance Institute. Charter status is an objective mark of professional standing amongst all professions. It's the gold standard for the insurance broken industry and is met by fewer than 200 firms across the country. So they are one of 200, which is pretty amazing. It's only awarded to brokers that are committed to developing and maintaining the knowledge and capability of their people so they can deliver the highest quality service. As a client, you can be confident that you're with one of the UK's leading firms if you're with Adler's and they're committed to proving the best possible advice and support. Get on to visit Adler Insurance at adlerinsurance.co.uk. Fantastic firm, sponsoring the podcast, and that is the last of the sponsors today. On to the show. Very, very professional individual when he was serving. Very, very professional individual now that he's out and uh, and cutting the mustard in Civvy Street. Danny Groves. Uh, we had a great conversation. Great conversation. I learned a lot. Um, we served together out on the 2006 tour during the... Uh, the infamous and now infamous siege of Masakala. Um, however, I didn't have it from his perspective, um, and I do now. Enjoy the show. H plus 13, Danny Gross. We're live. We're live on YouTube. H plus 13, Danny Groves, 13, unlucky for some. Obviously not, not unlucky for me today, but <laughs> you are unexpected as well. Mate, yeah. good to see you. Good, good to you. catch up good with you. Good to see you. Uh, you brought some beers along, which is nice. Always nice. Ringwood Brewery. Do you know the brewery, do you? No, no. I just, I just picked them up on the on the way here. I only live 11 minutes away, so I had some time to kill. So I thought, come on, mate. Yeah. Old, old thumper. There's loads of breweries around here. I was told, I said, well, I came up to Warwick in, um, cheers, bud. I came up to Warwick, like, sort of permanently, I say it's about permanently, semi permanently, you know, through the week in, um, when was it? Like, September time, cheers, mate, cheers. Yeah. September, October time last year. And, uh, mm. oh, it is nice. It's not a bad one, is it? Ringwood Brewery, I take my hat off to you. Yeah. My berry. Um, yeah, September, October time. And what I didn't realise around here, it's different to like South Wales where I grew up and Essex, obviously, when I was based with military culture yesterday, is you go to pubs there and it's all lagers and cutlass ciders and then you get you get like an ale, one or two ales, and it's normally brains or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You come here, flipping neck. There's loads of ales on, but but as well, everyone drinks the ale. So when I grew up, and, and again, Colchester, the people who drink ale... Like 40, 50, 60... Oh, well, I'm not far 40 now, mate. <laughs> 40, 50, 60-year-olds. Yeah. Yeah, everyone. 20-year-olds drinking ale. It's cheap. It's just fine. It's nice. So I'm, like, full on with it now. I, I, I must be, like, a West... Are we West Country here? No, West Midlands. What's West Country, then? West Country, that's got to be... Uh, is that Gloucester? That's that? Cornwall. Is that Cornwall, West Country? Isn't that? I don't know. Is it? Yeah, I think so. Is it? West... It's got to be, yeah. Down West that Country. Way. Yeah. Is it that way? Yeah, oh. I think so. Huh. Yeah, we're West yeah, West Midlands, definitely. Oh, I didn't so, realise. Yeah. Um Well, right, we obviously know each other from uh did we we know each other from Wasakala. Yeah. That's where I remember back to. 
But do do we meet up before that at any time? No, no, I think, I don't we, think we did, did we? No, no, we met up in there. We met in Muscara. Yeah, you, you were Royal Irish. When when did you join the Royal Irish? Um, two thousand and two. It was year two thousand actually. I think uh, you joined. That's in when I joined at the same time. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah. There we yeah. go. Yeah, and um, I never, <laughs> what I never understood is yeah. how many non-Irish were in the Royal Irish. What is yeah. all that about? <laughs> I mean, like, like you get. Yeah. I remember going to a yeah. Jock regiment, being with the Jock regiment yeah. in, in Ireland, in Ballykelly, and, and the tour out there, and there was a massive company of of the Jock regiment with Fijians. <laughs> yeah, around kills. Now you can understand that one. Yeah. But then with the Royal Irish Regiment, and you got like Manx in there, Scousers. How does yeah. that? What, how does that end up happening like that? Well, I think it, it's just um, at the time the numbers were probably low within the battalion, and yeah. um, they were recruiting in different areas. You know, Manchester, Liverpool, certainly the a lot of the lads who I joined up with. I mean, with, with, with I think the, th- the first intake of Fijians was in 2000 pro- for a long time. Um, I mean, I know they've been joining a lot of time over the years, but there mm-hmm. was a there was a big intake in the Royal Irish certainly around that time. Mm-hmm. The first lot uh, was about 15. Mm-hmm. Um, it was about 15, 16 of the guys. But yeah, I think that's what it was, you know. Um, they're just recruiting different areas, people with um, ancestral links to Ireland, you know. Um, Joined, so. yeah, and I suppose this goes on, then doesn't it? You, yeah, you, well, my dad was Royal Irish, yeah, you're, you're that's it. Oh, I'll yeah, get in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was, um, <clears throat> I was thinking, uh, a couple of like fleeting thoughts on where we could go with this today, and yeah. um, I realized that so, like you said, I knew, I knew from, 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 I know you from a scala, yeah. I, I Barely, I barely remember faces from there. Yeah, like yeah, you guys, yeah. it's just the way it was, and it's no, you know, no, no, no. It's the same for us. Um, yeah, and and in and in thinking that, I really realised that I've got no idea what that that tour was like from a, the perspective of the Royal Irish lads. Yeah, I've got no idea. I know, you know, I, but like obviously with Mascala and other places. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. yeah. And I know you. I know, like there was a couple of tunes, two, two or three tunes there, and in, in Goresh when I first got there, and all the rest of it. Yeah, but I, I don't. I from the, from your perspective, I've got no idea. So I think for 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 me to hear it, yeah, um, and for we get a lot of civvies listen to this, believe yeah. it or not, right? Find it really interesting. I, if you don't mind, um, imagine you don't know me, and I'm. Civ pop. Well, I am Civ pop now. Yeah, Mr. Me, me too, <laughs> Mr. Groves. <laughs> imagine. Um, Brief me up on that tour. On that tour, yeah. um, from from your perspective, and talk, just talk me through it, mate. Talk me through it. I mean, if yeah, you well, don't mind, from from, no, no, from no, no, did well, you do the pre-deployment training, or man? No, was? no, no. What was your pre-deployment training then? Never had none. We um, what <laughs> happened with me? I, I was actually on leave. I'd got back from a tour of uh, Iraq. I think it was in the March, and we we actually went on leave. Um, Ranger platoon came back early, and they already deployed with, I believe, with C Company. Um, Ranger platoon. Ranger platoon. They were they were the the, the lads who who went out for the whole six months. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I was just sat on leave. I had a phone call. Um, and it was my sergeant major. He just said uh, we, we need a section commander for Afghanistan to command the, the mortar section. You uh, come. So you came back in March two thousand six from Iraq. Yeah. Went on leave. Yeah. And when did you get this call? I think it was June. June, yeah. Nice. So he just said, do, do, uh, well, he said, do you fancy it at first? I said, of course I do, uh, because I heard of everything what was going on um, out there. Um, and I think if you're a soldier, everybody wanted to be a part of it because they, they knew sort of what was going on. 
well probably not the full picture what we experienced when we got there but prior to that i think everybody was itching to get out um so yeah i was back up at inverness um within a couple of days uh packing uh, along with uh, barossa platoon and some platoon um who, who got, had similar calls to me to get back to battalion so at this point how many um, how many royal Irish, um units were in with three power in afghan just there was just one one one, one platoon, platoon with C, C company, company. Weren't they? Yeah, yeah right yeah okay got you yeah but is that your phone no your phone that's right yeah like, that's acceptable it's acceptable <laughs> for you but not the sound engineer <laughs> Yeah, ah right okay yeah, so, so when we deployed so the 16 brigade deployed then it was three power arts and debts and um supporting units and a platoon of royal irish yep and then in june yours truly you got a call yep right okay so um so yeah so it all happened very quickly then you know it was we was packed we did we did a bit of training um and then we down to Bryce and then we flew out um stopped in um Kabul for a while, and then we flew down to, to Helmand, mm. um, and yeah, we was in Helmand in no time really. Then you know, uh, we were sort of waiting, wondering what was going to happen. I mean, expectedly when we got there to acclimatise, we, we we got put onto the Sangers, um, you know, just to just to suppose ease us into it. We did a bit of zeroing with the weapons, and um, I bumped into Stu Bell, who was <laughs> my he's my instructor in um, he taught me oh, in, uh, did he really? in, in Warminster. Mate, what a bloke! So we we hit it off straight away, you know. And he was we we was uh, you know talk about it, and, he was, and and obviously he taught me how to be a mortar section commander. Um, uh, yeah, so I think everything was everything was you know everything was good. And then we'd been there for I think it was about a week, uh, and we got me and John Harding, who was the Alpha MFC, got a call to go to the command centre, Jock, um, where the the mortar commander, the mortar, the mortar uh, officer. And I can't remember the guy's name. Uh, do you remember his name? This is Masakana. No, no, this was uh, for, for your battalion. Oh, the mortar officer. officer. Oh, he was, a, was, he was, a, was he a scouser? I think he was a scouser. Was he? Cap, captain? I can't remember his name. No, no. Yeah, so he just he just said, basically, get your stuff together. You, you're going into... It wasn't Martin, was it? Martin Hewitt? No. Um, anyway, go on, go on. No. So he, he just said... Uh, he told us what was happening. He said, we've got... Uh, the Danish um, Swanee Swan yeah, that's it, yeah. <laughs> we've got the Danish guys um, in in Muscala uh, they're stuck in there with uh, another unit um, who've been stuck in there for a while PF mm-hmm. um, they need uh, initially the PF need to come out because they they need to do what they're supposed to be doing they're you know, the MOG stuff um, and we need you and Sompatoon to go in and uh, obviously the, the mortars would provide the indirect fire support. Some soon would replace uh, the pathfinders. Mm-hmm. So, um, and that's what happened. And then, I think within a few days, we were on uh, run our way across the desert with with all the kit ready to uh, do the the battle group operation. I think it was called uh, Snake Bite. Uh, snake Bites. Was that Snake Bite was it? Yeah, to get uh, into MQ. Yeah. Okay. Um, so he did a road move it. I think yeah, we did a road move, move across it, across it. Just yeah, we went, went across the. Uh, yeah. It was took up. I think it took about how, eight hours. How come? Um, so two things that I didn't realize until this conversation that mm. the, the two platoons, some of us had been called out in June. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> as as the terms would be reinforcements from the UK. Um, how 
How can they know it was so short for you to go out and how can there was no pre-deployment training? There was no, no, you must have brief, I suppose you had briefings. No, just out there. We had a, we had a, we had a, yeah, we just had a briefing when we got to, um, yeah, when we got to Bastion about what was going on. But, I think, uh, to be honest, my, my briefing was off uh, Colonel Tootle with, with John Harding. He, you know what he's like. He, he comes out for a smoke and he just has a chat with you. He says, oh, you're the Irish lads, are you? you know? And we were like, yeah, he says, oh, um, I've got something for you soon. You know, <laughs> that kind of thing. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so we um, we did the extraction. Uh, we did the, sorry, uh, the the insertion, insertion. Well, the insertion. We we replaced the uh, the PF. Was that a battle group up for that? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. It was a big, it was a big, yeah. it was a big battle that. group yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. I got um, a, I got a, I got a, I got a contact in that on that when we were putting you guys in there. I was on the sniper team. We were like four in the wadi, but we got a contact in the ganja field. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which was no nice, mate. Yeah. <laughs> which was nice. I can yeah. think of worse places. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. go on, go on. Yeah. So we we um. I can, I can mean, I can remember. We were, there was a wadi, weren't there, between the green zone yeah. and the uh, a big old wadi, a big, well. a big wadi. So we we had to get across that, and we as we we, we came down towards the green zone. I think we, there was about there was probably eighteen of us on a pins car. We've all our gear. Our pins are got on a, on a, no, just the, and there was there, I think there was somebody on the bonnet. There was two, you know, two. Cars. <laughs> it was the only way we could get across. Yeah. Um, and I remember seeing Colonel Tootle. He was waiting at the, uh, you know, the front of the green zone. I think he was the furthest man forward actually at that point. And just you know, going go go go, you know. Go. Yeah. And then, yeah, we just drove across, and there's ping ping ping, you know, everywhere. Was that only cuts got killed? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I was about, I was that was on the R. Yeah, he's RLC, wasn't he? Yeah. That's right. Yeah, I thought that. Yeah. 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 Toots. E e e. Yeah. I had to look twice. I was. You know, and he's right. He, um, he started. <laughs> Remember, we were having one of our last briefs. It was like an int brief before <clears throat> we left the UK. No, no, I think this is when we were. No, we were in. We hit. We got in. We, we landed in Afghan. I think we were in Goreshk. And we were gearing up. <clears throat> he gave us like a, a strategic. No, not strategic. Operational sort of. This is the plan. This is this is general. He's just geeing us up, really. He had all commanders yeah. in. And, um, it's. It was uh, right. He had a big map at this point. There, he was brilliant, right? But he's yeah, eccentric. Yeah. I mean, tip, tip yeah, yeah, you know, your typical, yeah. good, you know, notable, notable mm. officer, you know. Yeah. And uh, and he's only short, wasn't he? Only yeah, short, yeah, yeah, yeah. slightly camp, <laughs> silver fox. Yeah. And he had the map. And he's got his pointer. Yeah. And he's going the Taliban here. And there's hoodies. No, he didn't say Taliban. There's, there's, there's hoodies here. There's hoodies here. And there's hoodies here. We're going to go in and mallet them here. And then we're going to mallet them here. We're going to mallet them here. And there'll be more hoodies. He referred to them as hoodies, mate. We're malleting them. And we're like, what the fuck? Well, that was the first one. And then obviously it all kicked yeah. off. Got to be serious. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, so, you, right, road move in. And, uh, yeah, that was, that, that was the problem with Musakala there. Flipping heck. Mm. As we discovered later on. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't just drive in and drive out. But, Largely because I don't know what it was such an open mm. ground with the high ground on the west, and then yeah. you know the town there. It took it took like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people and assets just to get anyone in there. Yeah, anyone, anything in there, you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, that was you driving in there. Yeah, God yeah. Almighty. So, I mean, because we was up on that, we 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 actually fired with uh, three para, uh, more platoon. Mm-hmm. We fired on the insurgent 
Um, I think Stu just described it, uh, just getting out of eye, and he said, you know, he, he said, go up there. He said, um, when was the last time you for, you for live fired? And I, I said, well, he's probably, we, we, we come back from Iraq in March. We didn't do any firing there. Um, it was probably the, the year before. He said, well, set up. He said, and just work with Free Paramore or uh, Platoon. Um, respond to the, the MFCs, what they want, um, and hopefully that'll give you a little bit of, uh, you know, confidence. Not yeah. confidence, but a little bit of practice and, yeah, and that. Yeah. So when you getting get, your eye back in, yeah. that's it. Yeah, and I can remember looking at actually exactly what you said. I, I, um, looking into Muscara, you know, with the, with the old binos and that, and you, the first thing that you see as an observer, as, which is pretty much what the Taliban would have saw as what I said, what we look for. You look for reference points that mm. you can use as aiming markers and. Mm. It was the, the bloody great the needle as as <laughs> the, Adam Jarrett uh, mono- the, the, the needle. needle. It was the it was the um the monolith outside the front gate of the compound you were going into. Exactly, there's no better marker point. I mean, who would put a who'd put who'd put a defensive position in front? I mean, it, it was you know it's it's far for me to criticise, but you know. Well, you can <laughs> criticise your like the the, yeah, the yeah. thing is is that but um it's, it's not like it's not like that. So that was a, the, that was Musakala district, district Centre, wasn't it? Yeah. And it's not like it was chosen by Toots no. to go and. Oh, I have always described it as. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I think yeah, I've always described it as if you were gonna, if you were gonna, um, if you were doing a, like a war game, war exercise, and you had your commanders around, you wanted to test, you wanted mm. to test the knowledge of them in terms of picking a defensive position, yeah. or, um, and you you'd hold a map up of Musakala and you say, on this map. <laughs> On this map, <laughs> pick the worst possible place you would ever. Yeah. Where would where would you where would you not get anyone out? Where would you not survive? Where sure, would you not? Yeah. And they would, every time, yeah. if you're any else, they would pick the district centre yeah. with the fucking monolith right outside it, which mm. you can see from miles away. You know, you pinpoint yeah. it, and 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 that's and that's where you were going. I think. <laughs> oh, you laugh, mate. Yeah. If you don't laugh, you cry. You know what I mean? But we, you know, it was actually. You know, I mean, there's a point where. We in the ceasefire. Adam Jarrett made us do a bit of a carder with the lads, and we do teach them a bit of map Let's reading. Pull it Sorry, t- no, teach them back. Right? Pull yeah, t- teach them a bit of map reading. Teach them a bit of you know a bit. And then we, I mean, at one point we got to the principles of defence. Yeah. And, and they made it. Obviously, there's you know the new, I can't remember it now, but yeah, the, you probably can. But the mnemonic. You can lean back. This will move. The mnemonic. And then and one of the guys actually turned up. He just said to me. It's not damn con. It's not. It's not pace. It's not pace. Do defense. I can't keep it. Damn. But anyway, damn rod. Damn rod. Damn rod. Is he the damn rod or ram rod? Isn't it? Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. And we we went through it anyway. He's just just looking at me. All of Royal Irish now, and all of three power cursing us, mate. I know. Twelve years since I've, yeah. you know, I've got more, you know, well not more mm. things, but I've got other things. Depth of depth of pos- is it depth? Yeah, depth of first. Oh, okay. Anyway, go anyway, on. right. So I've got this young <laughs> ranger looking at me as if to say, "This place we're in ticks none of these, you know, boxes whatsoever." Yeah, you know, and, and, and he was right. And but like you said, he, well, he wasn't a position selected. It was just something that we fell into, wasn't it? It wasn't mm. something that we were. But the, it wasn't a st- strategic decision by anyone, was it? You know, it's just something that we. Well, well the choice of the compound wasn't. <laughs> no. Yeah. So when you got in there, what was it like? I mean, because well, when we got in there, you were you guys were already in there, but the yeah. so we'd been there three weeks, hadn't we? By the time you, you two, you, I think two two weeks. Two? I think you know when I came yeah. in. Yeah, I think I think it was you came two in or three when, weeks. Yeah. Barossa between you, you came with Barossa. No, I, I came. We came. 
I came with the BCRs. Did you? Yeah. Oh, um, with yeah, 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 with the uh, oh, no, yeah, no, yeah. no, 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 I didn't. No, Brian, Brian, at Brian came after. I came mm. in with. Uh, you came in with Adam Joe, didn't you? Yeah, was yeah. that with Barossa, Was it? That was with Barossa, yeah. Oh God knows. I thought that was, it was about, yeah, about, about Yes, I think it was. Yeah, couple. Well, it doesn't matter. Few, yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, so when you got in there, so yeah. Pierre, uh, the Danish had been there longest, didn't they? Yeah. And then Pierre forgot. What What was it like when you got in there? What was the state of it? It, it was well. It's not. It, it wasn't a British. You know, it's not. It, it was. It, I'm trying to describe it like actually. Chris, well, I can't really criticize because I don't think they had the supplies to build up no, the sandwiches. You know, it, it was wasn't. It was flipping just, nightmare. Yeah, it was. There was no. There was no like sandbags around. There was the positions were just. There was no overhead protection. There was. There was nothing there whatsoever. Do you think the numbers but, they had? They wouldn't have time to build it up anyway. Do you know what I mean? Right. But I mean, yeah. what, what, um, the morale when I when I arrived, the Danish still there and the PF had gone. The morale of the Danish seemed to be good, but then I arrived today, they were leaving. Yeah. So I don't know what was it like when you got in there then. The Danish. They. They wanted to get. I mean, they wanted to get out. They were. They definitely wanted to get out. But I mean, there was a piece in the there was a piece in the evening mail that I was really angry about, to be honest. And this this gets me. This gets like a, it's it's when you talk to people that don't understand army terminology and things. And they they actually said that I I said that they weren't fit for um they weren't fit fit, fit for deployment. Who said? Who I, they, said you said this? The, the evening mail said this. That the Danish were. Where's the evening mail from? The, the Birmingham Evening Mail. You know, you know when they asked us to do a bit of um, for the Channel Four thing, they said, "Would oh, you mind yeah. talking to the local oh, yeah, and, yeah. and 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 the, they said that I said that the, they weren't fit for deployment, and I, I said I didn't say that whatsoever. I said there wasn't um, there wasn't in, there wasn't doing what they were supposed to be doing because they were a reconnaissance unit. They were supposed to be a mug, so they were they were holed up yeah. in. Musakala, and that's the reason that they had so many vehicles. That's the reason they had so many mm. um, first aiders, so mm. many doctors. Mm. And when I read that, you know, I thought that—that's not what I said whatsoever. It, Mate, it was, they do it, it all the time. Yeah, flipping me. Do don't, don't worry about it. You clarify it now. Yeah, anyway. yeah I know. Cla- and and but then um, because we, we 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 were like you know we we're like brothers with the uh, with the Danish. We were, we were sharing stuff every day, you know. You know, they, they, they seem like the cool guys. They were, they were they were excellent soldiers, and the weapons were absolutely outstanding. So I, so I thought when, you know, when so I went in with Jared and we we linked up with their snipers. Yeah. I thought, Fucking hell, these guys are squared away. They yeah. know what they're doing. Because you, you always assume, mm-hmm. rightly or wrongly, depending on the unit, you, you assume that if it's not if it's not the if it's not the British Army or the Canadian Army or the US Army. Or the Australian or the New Zealand army, yeah. Then they're all shite, don't you? No, you do think, don't you? You do yeah. think the Danish yeah. seems squared away. Yeah, 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 yeah. Really good. Um, um, yeah. So that that annoyed when I read that. I was like, "Well, I'll clarify it now, I mate." No, I'm not. Yeah. Uh, so how long were you there? Uh, so you, so so they were there with you then for two or three weeks until I came in. Yeah. Or we, I should say, we came in. Yeah, yeah. And then, did you when when you went into when you Got across the body of that road move, got into Muscala. Yep. Did the PF do it straight away? Was there any handover of the PF? Or did he just do one out? Was it the only job no, opportunity? You know, just do one. Well, I suppose you're the Danish the there for a. Yeah. I'm, I think um, Captain uh, Captain Jono had a brief chat with the PF uh, commander, but yeah. he was literally. The things were happening so quick here, it was just. Yeah, yeah. Like, this, well, that's this, not this, me this, going, this, they should have. There was, um, I mean, this guy here, I mean, I bought you this book. 
obviously you can catch up on the the, the three weeks that you missed reading that that's what right. i'm waiting for you yeah. right, so the book is uh <laughs> and the, the that book was is the, the tigers and taliban yeah, by lars that was Uzzles the live johansson who's yeah, this that was the commander of the danish nah. what in mazakala yeah, yeah is it that's i book. didn't know he did this that's his book yeah some, just look at some of the pictures in there absolutely. when you say you brought this for me did, did no, you fine can, i bought it for honestly I bought have it you for, yeah, yeah it was a gift yeah. oh mate i so, didn't know this yeah. battle of mazakala one of britain's greatest yeah i did not know he did this mate yeah, what, so was that, like? what was he like? What was he like? Oh, he's a great guy. Absolutely, he's fun, so fun. They're also they're all really like you know that typical Scandinavian type um, sense of humour. You know, uh, they've yeah, all got cool. Of, they've all got cool names. Yeah, well. yeah. Lars, Lars. Ulslev Johansson. <laughs> Not really as good as Hugh Kier. <laughs> <laughs> <Twat. laughs> ah, mate, thank you for that, buddy. Thank no, you. Right. Yeah, awesome. I uh, I might. Um, I might read that and do a little giveaway. Yeah. Right, yeah, right. So, sorry. So, go on. You were saying. You were saying. Yeah. So, where was you up to? Uh, I, mean, uh, we, I was on about hand over the PF. So, in, out, PF yeah. gone, Danish to the yeah, Danish the, shares. Yeah, and they, they just said, um, t- to be honest, when we were we were in there, we were we, we, we bedded in the mortars pretty much straight away because the, the compound was under contact. Um, <laughs> so, the... L- Lars was was pretty much. Uh, this is your. This is where we're, we're putting you. But mm-hmm. it wasn't a typical. Were you yeah. under their command? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We was yeah because we we were we were making up a sec. Uh, they, they, well, we were making up a platoon for them. Obviously, the, the we were there were more of us than what there were at the Pathfinders. So the the numbers rose. How um, many Danish were there? I can't remember off the top of my head. I think there must have been about. If if some had. 40, 10 of us. There got to have been about 150 of them. Re- that many? Yeah, yeah. Really? Definitely Flipping heck. Yeah. That's, I didn't realise that. Yeah. There, were, there, were, there, was, there, was, there was loads of them. Jesus. Um, Where were they all kipping? That place. <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> but they left us all their beds, so, that's, so that, was, <laughs> that was a good thing. But yeah, yeah. The, I mean, the weaponry was just unbelievable. Every position had a, a 50 cal. On every position, I remember wagons up everywhere. I remember yeah. we make oh, no, we make their wagons up against the wall. A bit. Hum, right. Did they have hummers today? Um, there yeah. was there was they're called eagle. I think they're called eagles, but they were similar to hummers. Yeah, mm, I was looking at them there. I can't yeah. and they they yeah they they um they made ramps, rose them up over the walls. So yeah, if, you, that, if yeah. you look at the the amount of sanger positions we had when we were Easy Company, mm. um, you could probably add another four onto that mm-hmm. because they they occupied. You know where you had the you had that that the sanger there. Uh, by the the medic the it used to be the medical well it was the medical center wasn't it and you had a, on the corner a, a sandwich position on the by corner the, by the mosque yeah they they had another one up on that corner by the mosque uh, I know yeah I, and it was I, unmanned I know we were on about it yeah. wasn't well that no was there, where, there was no sanger there was it was just a corner wasn't yeah, but it? that was the wall where where a certain sergeant major should not be named that is yeah. that is uh, well he got the section over yeah. Through the uh, fo- <laughs> he was testing out the Danish grenades. Yeah, he, was, he, he was testing yeah. out the uh, phosphorus yeah. grenades. So uh, <laughs> I think we'll leave that one. <laughs> well, yeah, so so uh, no, I will describe it. I will describe yeah, it. Yeah. Test, yeah. Testing out the phosphorus grenades with a section, and uh, at the same time as we were in, in the contact, and yeah. it was, uh, and it was uh, we needed to illuminate an enemy position, yeah. and uh, you know, <laughs> I remember watching from a distance, and they all pull the pins and the grenades yeah. at the same time. They throw these grenades over the wall, mate. Literally get all the other because you hear the enemy on the other side of the fucking yeah, wall, yeah. right? So like chuck the grenade and like you're saying there was no sang in that position mm. and chuck the grenades over the wall and one of the phosphorus gets stuck in the tree did, did you know about this 
I was on the motorline for oh, him and I couldn't mate, see. Couldn't this see is anything, a classic, so. right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you got six plugs with Foster's yeah. grenades. The wall's what? Six foot? No, eight foot high. Was it eight, nine foot high? So they all put the grenades on the Sergeant Major. She's not in here. He's like, right. I can't want the words to come out of it. Fucking chuck them. So you all mm. chuck up at the same time. One of the Foster's grenades goes up. Obviously, yeah. the, the, the lever flies off. <clears throat> There's a tree above the wall, mate. The grenade got stuck in the tree, like <laughs> two meters above all the second, all the six blokes. He goes, Boom, the fucking hell. <laughs> like, it, mate. There's fast flying everywhere. That yeah. would have been a nightmare. It was class. <laughs> I say it's a classic. It's not classic. I didn't know yeah. that before, but yeah. Phosphorus stuck in a tree. <laughs> shot his pants. Shot his. <laughs> Do you remember um, there was a, there was, uh, when I, when we used to get a, a contact up there and, and if it was like dusk, or dawn when the light was low and you could see you could see the tracer better yeah um especially there was a there on the odd occasion you get like a, a an attack at night when they attack at night i remember there was a an afghan national because it was amp was it amp or ana now afghan army or afghan police and there? Um, there, was, there was amp well, a- afghan police wasn't it when when um we first went in there there was afghan uh, army but they were they weren't very good and Lars sort of arranged for them to, to leave at the same time when the Danish went. And luckily, Adam brought in a load of uh, brought a load of guys in with him who, were, who weren't local to the region and you know and stuff. So yeah, so it was A and P that we had. Right, it was easy yeah. company. There was a yeah. there was a there was a one of the uh, one of the policemen, the Afghan policemen. I always knew if I if I if there was a big big contact on. I knew if I if I glanced round. Because they would, they were like they would fire. They would just fire anything. They would just fire yeah. for any reason. Like contact gun, they just fire. They wouldn't even look into the fucking sights. It's fire. But all, I always knew where in the compound he was, which sang he was on. Because hmm. he had a bent barrel on his AK. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a fucking yeah. banana, right? So he'd you'd fire, and you'd know which one because they'd be firing. See the green tracer going down, hmm. but there would be one weapon which just have sparks flying everywhere. <laughs> sparks <laughs> flying everywhere in the barrel. Just firing a weapon with a bent barrel. Classic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How did we get to that? Jesus Christ. Oh yeah, yeah we were on about the Danish in that position. Yeah, they had all the wagons. I remember when I came in, they had all the wagons up yeah, there. Yeah. The wagons up there. I didn't realize yeah. it that many people. Hmm. So then, uh, so are you had? What was your first, when you got into the compound? So it was your first. I suppose your first contact in Afghan yeah. was when you're on that. Was that on the mortar line outside it when you were inserting? So when you when yeah, you say yeah. when you I say think... Stu, Stu, sorry when you say Stu Bell got you onto the mortar line to get your eye in on the insertion. Yeah. So did did you have your mortar line set up during the battle group up and then close it down to go in with the wagons? Yeah. So ah. we had to. So we, we we I mean we had we were obviously the the mortars at the time were had pins class. So uh, we had we had two um, and then. Th- Three power had to add two, so we had four barrels firing, two under me and two under the three power section commander. Mm-hmm. Um, three power section commander carried on firing. We loaded up our gear and then we went down and met with uh, some platoon who'd been helicoptered in. Right. Um, yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, and then and then we we all loaded onto the wagons t- together. Some all of the some lads, all of uh, the, the mortar guys. So imagine it's about a platoon of uh, <laughs> infantry mm. plus a section. All on the two pins goes to get oh across. Oh my god! Yeah, it was, base it wasn't, plates. It wasn't the best with base plates, gear, you know, More. all the rest of it. Barrels. Don't call them tubes, yeah. No barrels. barrels yeah, get told off of that. Yeah, yeah. So dropped off at the bottom of the uh, where Adam met the uh, Taliban. Um, dropped off at that point. <laughs> <laughs> Months yeah. later. Months, Months later, later. Yeah. Sorry, we haven't got to that point, have you? 
Um, and they, they, they actually were, were firing and firing and maneuvered into the compound. And we, we drove because we had all the heavy gear and mm-hmm. everything set up straight away. Um, and they, they all got in. Luckily enough, everybody got in. Um, apart, apart from, luckily for us, but not very, no, not obviously not luckily for private cuts. Who's like, oh, yeah. see, yeah, he's I going think back across. He got the shot on the on coming out. I think yeah. he took you guys in and it was coming across. It was a stray mm. shot. It was random because yeah. I had there was me and three others and we had pushed right forward and uh, right forward to the edge of the wadi in the green. We were we were covert, so and I mean I pushed him up to the green zone. I think green what the fuck am i talking about through the green you know the yeah. greenery um um right on the edge further up north cause there'd been a couple of contacts or we've been engaged or well there'd been units engaged from further up north in the wadi but it was like single shot yeah. dragging over something like that nothing accurate but you know it was mm. something of that nature and um you could see right across and Oh, mate, there's so many firing positions. Yeah. So many firing, like so many potential firing positions. You just look mm. across that. I don't know if you, you must remember. Yeah. You yeah. look, you know, you're looking, I remember looking across. And so we're there, we're the only snipers there. Mm. And we and, 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 you th- and your job is to spot things and stop it happening or yeah. spot things when it's happening and take it out. But it's like, hey, it's like looking at the fucking Manhattan skyline. The Manhattan yeah. skyline. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? All those windows in all those buildings, obviously mm. not with high rise, but. But that that this is that that it's just huge. What the fuck? And yeah. it's not that's not just to say it's difficult for like being a sniper. Yeah. Any of you out there, if mm. you were like a soldier, command a, a rifleman, a commander, a ranger, sorry, yeah. anything like that, you get a you get an engagement. The hardest part of that contact is finding where they are. That's mm. that in some of them. Obviously, others they're, they're fucking blatant. It's finding where they are. Like yeah. that that contact in the Ganja field when we were extracting from that. We got you in and it was when we mm. were extracting. Um, they were blatant. You could see them. Yeah. They were up and about. They were morons. Must have mm. been the new guys. Like, yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they yeah. didn't last very long. No. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I. Yeah. So mortalize it. I've closed it down and get across. Get across. So like all on on the pins goers. You call them pins cars, aren't you? Pins goers are they? Pins, we call them pins goers. Pins goers. That's the yeah, name on the posh. side. Pins yeah. goer. Pins goers. No, I think it's like a, <laughs> like a, an, a unit like different. You know what I mean? It's like you call. Yeah. What do you or call pins, your pins? What do you call your RSM? The Rasman. Oh, dear. Yeah. Right, well, we got that off you. Then? We never used to call them it before. Yeah, what was it before, uh, though? 2006. What was it before, then? I don't know. I, I tell Dick. You, depending on Dick. The G-Man. <laughs> Is it not the G-Man? Yeah. Don't no, guards no, no. call him the G-Man? I don't know. No. I've worked with Scott's guards and they call him the yeah. G-Man. Razza, the Razza. Yeah. yeah. So, right, so go on. you got, yeah, fucking hell, I'm digressing. Like, oh, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Was it the, Hardy, wasn't it, yours? John Hardy, yeah. Yeah. I remember we had a, we had a, we had a couple of cans with the water section before we went. Oh, that's good. Yeah. And um, yeah, he he said, "Don't you?" That's a fair point. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. So we we got into um, we got into got into Muscada set up. Uh, oh, so, that's what I was asking you. Yeah. I am yeah. going to interrupt. I am not going to apologise. <laughs> so your first contact was when you're outside of outside of it on the mortar line. What was the yeah. first contact when you were inside the compound? Describe that to me. As soon as we got in, really, pretty much, we we, we 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 was. We, you know, we, we, um, we came. We came you, through. Lars was waiting for us, and he he, he 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 took us straight over to where he said he said, "Look, this is going to be your um, your mortar line." And we looked. Me and John Hardy, who was uh, Alpha MFC, 
you know, it wasn't just me who was in charge of the mortars. John was um, there with me as well, and we were we were equally uh, responsible for the mortar section. Alpha MFC, being describe it, what the Alpha, Alpha MFC is, is the uh, the mortar, mortar fire controller. Yeah. So he would be up um, in the highest position, uh, like similar to a sniper. I thought a Bravo does that. Um, if it's, if it's, if it's an advanced to contact, yes. Ah. Um, but if it's uh, a defensive position, there's very little point in him being with the um, the the you know more the officer like, in charge. Oh yeah, yeah. He's, he's more useful up as, as another set of eyes calling in fire missions. Right. So for no, Civ, so for yeah. Civ Pot's benefit, and correct me if I'm wrong because yeah. I know Mortarman, the um, advanced. Advanced contact is when you're 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 going forward for an attack, so you're on an offensive operation. You yeah, I mean, imagine you head patrolling towards the enemy. Yeah, um, until you, you advance into contact, contact yep. with your firefight, so you advance, walk in or whatever, mm. however you're going, until you get into a contact, <coughs> and then more the MFC, so you get a mortar fire controller alpha, so yep. MFC alpha and a mortar fire controller bravo, MFC MFC bravo. The mm. alpha is the most senior person on the mortar team. Yep. On the team, not the platoon, and yep. then the Bravo is like next down. So, so, as I understood it, the Bravo will be the forward guy. So the Bravo yeah. will be the eyes on the enemy, and he goes back on the radio to the Alpha and go, "I fucking need on the radio. I need this." And the Alpha controls the mortar line. But you're saying no, no. The, the mortar section, the mortar section commander controls the mortar line. The Which Alpha, is the Alpha. the Alpha MFC. No, no. The mortar section commander okay. is, is is separate to Alpha MFC. And ah, MFC. Go on. Alpha MFC. Um, Who's the, the most senior at those three? Section commander. They're both equal rank. Alpha and the section Alpha commander. And, Alpha and the section okay. commander. Yeah. Okay. So, it's, you know, um, the, the mortar section commander, obviously, in, in, in its name, is responsible for the section. Yeah. Um, the Alpha MFC, is, he advises the company commander on what to do at certain points, you know, at certain points of the battle. So if he's if Got he it, can yeah. if he can uh, work with the FST, to, I mean, the way it worked in Moscato, there was an FST team, wasn't there? So... Mm-hmm. Um, John was coordinating constantly with people like Ray um, uh, and the the other, uh, you know, the other foos. Um, so if you know there were certain rates of artillery going in, um, the, the the Ray would be talking to John to say, you know, if you if, you, if there was air cover, we need to stop the mortar fire because um, we're going to have air up. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you can't risk, you know, collisions and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that that was just, so. I mean, going back to what you were saying about the the, the, the going into Muscala, um, John and Rab were straight up onto the the Alamo, pretty much straight away. Mm-hmm. Um, we were bedding in the mortars, and we were firing within, you know, probably a, a half an hour of, of getting into Muscala. And you were like, Phew. I mean, if you if you look at if you compare it to what to everything anything else that you've done in your career, it was like. I don't know. He was, he was, he was more like, uh, he was like, you know, your whole, your whole career, it was just in within the space of six hours. You'd done more than yeah, what yeah. you'd done in anything previously, yeah. and you know, it was just like that for days and days and days. And and and, uh, and, yeah. Yeah. and in that six hours, you're pretty much adopting, you're pretty much, in some situations, everything you've, everything you were taught, yeah, every and. An element of everything you were taught in depot, yeah, yeah, and everything you were taught by your section commanders and your land, your two ICs, and that when you come yeah, up, yeah. everything there's an element of it all in it in that for in that first six hours out of twenty four hours. Yeah, I remember saying, I remember saying that 
it, it, it beggared belief. I mean, I'm, I'm chuckling when you're saying like you got mm. in there you know, with half hour, and like people may think, well, half hour is a bit of a fucking while. It's not when you've got a mortar fucking line to set up. No, do you no, know no. what I mean? Well, to, um, be, to be honest, it was one of the most difficult mortar lines we've ever set up as well because you know conventional mortar mortar line. If you're out in a field, you've got forty, you know, it's, um, forty meters between each mortar, mm-hmm. um, and you have one one back, one forward, one back. Mm-hmm. If it's three, like a triangle, yeah, yeah. Um, what, what this you give us 10, 10 meters to work with, <laughs> so you know, you and you look out, you put your aiming post out. Um, I mean, I can't remember the distance, I think it's 30 meters, yeah. I know it's not I, right, ideally, it? yeah. It's, well, it's it I think it's 30 meters, meters yeah, and that, that gives you your optimal, um, sort of you know, where, where you want it to be. Um, but no, we we we, we had ours sort of five meters to the front because we couldn't go any further because the Which... day convoy which limits how accurate it can be exactly so so what exactly what you were saying about everything that you were taught to get over these things that that aren't are out of the ordinary that that, you know you think to yourself i'm never going to use that it's always going to be uh i'm always going to be in the field i'm always going to be this you know there's there's different various different calculations that you have to do to make sure that you know it all ties in and Mm -hmm. um so every it tested us in every way as as more Mm men it's not just straightforward as putting a, a, a barrel down a tube as what I think some people think he, he Did you was. say tube? <laughs> no, but that's what that's the people who you know, you know, you know bow down a tube for mortarmen. Oh, no, sorry, right. uh, is that me? <laughs> it's old thumper. <laughs> yeah, sorry, around down a tube. Yeah, you know, it's yeah, it, yeah. it's it's a, it is a lot. No, lot it's more fucking complex. I remember. Yeah. I, I, I'm trying to think. Oh, yeah, I did a. I had some forays into you know Priest. He was a good friend of mine, and I was, you know, yeah. was all decent, you know, good, good guys. I said foray, some experience with it. I think we did some card and I did yeah. some stuff in the waterline. Fucking hell, mate! It's a different fucking world. Really complex. It's not like you're saying it's not that simple. But going back, it's, um, yeah, um, that's why I was chuckling when you were saying yeah. When the first half hour bang, it's like that. That to me, that to me was hmm. the baptism of Masakala. Yeah, everyone who came in within just. Within five minutes, you know, I mean, there was probably a contact going on with even five minutes being in yeah, there. Yeah, it yeah. just took you half an hour to line up and you, yeah, you, you engage it. Yeah. Everyone who came in, you know, it was just, it was straight away, you got straight into it. And Jared and I mm. rocked up. It's like, we literally, we stuck our, we stuck, I dropped my burger in the room and the yeah. fucking whole place erupted. We looked at him, we just bombed straight out, got out, yeah. up onto the roof, started engaging, and we came back and went, holy fuck. Yeah. You know, not that we hadn't been in the contact before, mm. but. You're having it within 30 seconds of being there. That's yeah. done frequent shit going on, mm. you know? Um, and the intensity of it. Uh, but going back, you know, saying that um, you, 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 everything everything you were taught up, uh, and and didn't think you were ever going to use up to that point, up to that 2006 point, because even yeah. with Iraq, right, mm. the, the, those kind of contacts didn't go on. It did not go on. No, no. Um, Ireland didn't go on. Not, not in, I'm on about 21st century now, right? Mm. So you... I mean, definitely for our year, eh? 2000, mm. you know, you and I got into 1000, we had six, five, five years of, well, six years of nothing, you know, serving with um, Lance Jack, section commanders, platoon sergeants, Cullerman, who mm. had had 10 years, 15 years before us mm. of nothing. Yeah. So, you know, you got taught your basic, um, your basic, your basic stuff in depot, your war, your war skills in depot, mm. and then every so often, periodically in battalion, when you got the year unit, you yeah. would re, re, you know, um, mm. revisit those, and you know your ambush, your ambush um, drills, and yeah. your, your section attack, your platoon attack, and 
all over, all that nitty gritty. But you re, you revisit it as a matter of, oh, we have to do this because just in case, and you know, and it, yeah, it's part yeah. of periodic tests, the maths mm. that they got to call yeah. in the end. But then you, what what you were actually doing in operations up to that point of Afghan was, well, Ireland, you were just fucking patrolling around with yeah. you know. Um, Electronic countermeasures, fucking raising your back. No contacts going on. No. Completely different style of operating to normal um, conventional warfare. Iraq was the same. Completely yeah. different style of operating, with exception, with some exceptions. Yeah. Completely different style of operating. Electronic countermeasures, not conventional warfare. All of a sudden, you get to Afghan, and like you're saying, you get on the ground, mm. and within the first fucking five minutes, hit the compound. Everything you're taught in depth, you go, holy fuck! Mm. All, all get back into you. When we came back from that tour, um, I don't know if... I think you guys were involved with this. It was the first tour where afterwards, the next guy's going out, the third guy's going out, because obviously we came back, there's only people in the theatre. The next operation, uh, operational training, so pre-deployment training for the next unit going out, yeah. it was the first tour where the operational training and advisory group, OPTAG, with the guys that for the benefit of listeners and watchers, they're the people that prepare units to go on to an operation. Mm. It was the first tour that they turned around and said, we want, we're going to take on temporary instructors, uh, um, guest instructors from a mm. unit, just come back from up Afghan to come and guest instruct. So there will be a, a team of permanent instructors on OPTAG to teach the next unit going out, the dozen skills. Yeah. And we'll have guest instructors from the units to come back with experience and knowledge up to date. Mm. That's the first tour he did it. And 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 oh, I said the unit we, we were we were dealing with, but the, I, I went down as one of the guest instructors. Four of those was me and one of the sniper went down from the sniper perspective, and from just um, a com a commander's perspective, you know, yeah. a section and between commanders, uh, between sergeants' perspective. Uh, and the hardest thing we had to do, the hardest thing we found was drilling into these guys. Who, bear in mind, we now at this point, you and I had done six, yeah. seven months of fucking epicness mm. you know at that point like bear in mind no one else had done that it's like yeah. fucking hell this is you couldn't describe it and when you were talking like mm. when we found an op tag when we were describing they were saying well look you can't do the way you just did that exercise fellas mm. if you do that in afghan guess what after you're fucking dead bread, yeah. because you're doing it the way you've just you just gone through it period you know mm. your maths training period like yeah. six the last six years not since you trained, you know, you're just not doing it properly. You're going through the motions. If you do that drill, whatever drill mm. it was, like an Afghan, you will not fucking survive. Mm. You know, depending on who you're talking to. But we were told before we went on to it not to... Hold back, yeah. No, not to scare the guys. No, the opposite, oh, mate. Right, okay. Not the, yeah, yeah. the opposite. Because what had happened is um, the media had, the media got all of what was going on when we came back. Yeah. And uh, the, there was... The units that were due to go out there were experiencing some cases of uh, troops who were less than motivated to go out, should we say. Yeah. They're fucking shit in their pants. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, bear in mind, the media were blown out of proportion. Well, they weren't blown out of proportion. The media were fucking reporting it and probably mm. over-dramatising things in some cases, right? Yeah. And they were going, holy... You know, you can imagine a new bloke fucking with the yeah. wrong attitude with the wrong commander the fucking he's had a nightmare like for six months mm. and he's going I'm going out here to get fucking killed not happening so um, the hardest thing we had fucking hell going back the hardest thing we found was impressing other guys all that stuff you got taught if you're a sergeant major yeah. 15 years ago you got you know you got taught this your, 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 your basic wartime scenario drills mm. and skills 
that your fucking Eper you got rid of since then, you need not, you now need to drag it back up. Yeah. You know, you're going to use it. You're going to fucking use it. No, it's not described as a war. It's a conflict. You know, we're there. You know, mm. But you're going to be in contacts where you got you got you to bring it back. And mm. when we were describing some of the contacts and giving an example, look, you can't do that because this. Because when I was out there four months ago and, or three months ago and this happened, this happened, this happened, yeah. they would think you were talking shit. Mm. Because the contact you were describing was so fantastical to them. Yeah, listen, yeah. listen, the enemy's going to be 10 meters away. Trust me, you're going to be throwing grenades over the fucking wall. Trust me. So if you set up your sangers like this, so you set yeah. defensively, you're going to get ass fucked, pardon the expression. Yeah. You know what I mean? They, 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 but because they hadn't experienced it, mm. and it was only the one unit in their eyes that had been out and done it, which mm. in their eyes was Power Edge. Oh, fucking Power saying this, fucking Power And it's, hey, mate, we bring yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, We bring that attitude on ourselves, right? As you yeah. can see it. You know, and whatever. Yeah. But the nightmare was, you need to get it all on board. Go back to basics. Get the unit back to base. But you have to do it. Don't fucking don't yeah. don't don't cuff it because you're gonna get fucking killed. And they wouldn't take it on board. They wouldn't take it on board. It's really, really, really difficult. As time went on, they did because there was more and more units come back and going. This is the case. I'm sure you found the same thing, mate. People didn't. Believe, people think to, you're fucking to, to breaking be honest, it up. It, it got it got quite frustrating for me. In the end. I mean, I left in the end after not long after that tour um, mm-hmm. because it was. Very frustrating for me because people just wouldn't li- wouldn't listen. In in you know when you're in when I yeah when I was in and and you know to be fair, if not just me, you know John, um, Rab, if, if if people have 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 done it a certain way and they've come through that, then you'd, you'd give them the time of day, wouldn't you? But mm-hmm. no, there's nothing like that. Are you on about above or below? Above, really. The blow yeah. was good. Um, but yeah, just just a bit frustrating. But um, but yeah, um, and then I mean I said it on the documentary. We were doing stuff with Moors that you, we I, I don't think had been done before. In that, not explaining to you about the you know the the uh, the, the the size of the mortar line, mm-hmm. the you know the the, the way the uh, mm-hmm. the army posts were positioned. Uh, the confines of the compound mm-hmm. and all the other restrictions that were placed upon us. You were fighting um, mega, so. mega close as well, weren't you? There was some yeah. occasion where you bring yeah, in yeah. mega. What's? I know. mean, to be honest, the, some of the things John John would send me uh, grids, and I've got a hundred percent, hundred ten percent confidence in John because he taught me how to you know how to do everything. John the Bravo, the Alpha. John was the Alpha. Yeah. Um, and he'd send me grids, and you'd, you'd punch it into the file control application, which would spit out. The, 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 uh, I remember that, yeah. Yeah, no little yeah, computer. Yeah, yeah. It spit out the information to, to issue to the lads about you know their elevation mm-hmm. and the, the bearing that they should be firing on. Mm-hmm. And it also gives you a distance to target. And a lot of the time you look at it and you think to yourself, <laughs> no, phew, honestly, you're always like... I, I remember, mate, on, I it's remember. On, it's on remember. my head. It's on, it's on my head. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. But there were some times where the, where the Sangha was just under that much um, contact and we were, in, we were at that point of the battle where we were waiting for air support because air support wasn't always on us straight away no. so we, we you know we sort of we were that bridge weren't we between you know we'd get check fired as soon as the the, the, the patches or the you know the the, the, the planes were on mm. the horizon but up until that point the grids that it was spitting out the distances I was pu- I was pulling my hair out you know I was mm. almost issuing it to the lads and then running out into the the open to get out on one knee to look up at the round one mm. round initially Obviously, because you want to know that it's on target, mm-hmm. and as soon as that one's hit, then you're happy to fire the, the following five, aren't you? Mm-hmm. But yeah, he was, and that was every day, wasn't it? I mean, you, yeah, same I, for you, I, same I'd for say. us. And it was the, the, by the end of it, you just 
you know what Jared said? You know, you need you like you, 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 you're actually at that point because you don't want to bring you what you, you know you want to support uh, the troops, obviously, but you you don't want to be the one that brings a round down inside the compound, you know. So yeah, yeah, I, I wasn't laughing because it's like initially, well, I, I'm laughing because I remember yeah. it as you're talking mm. through it. Like yeah. I mean, you you forget I I. You forget so much about it, and I know what you do remember. What I do remember is like fucking wrong. Everyone gets, it, yeah, you know, um, wrong and like in in the terms of sequence. But I remember, mate. I fucking remember. Mm. I remember how close the rounds coming in. I'm, but you got to think back at that point. Yeah, he didn't even question it. Obviously, when I say mm. question it, you obviously like you're saying, yeah. you fucking go through and just double check and shit, you know, because that is coming in fucking close. You know, when the mortars like oh, until, the, until, it, until it's a pre-recorded fire target, you, you and you're happy. You can you, you know, you're confident with that grid. Ref- I mean, I've got them. Um, I've got them all here, right now. So is that so, what have you brought in your diary? That's the, that's the diary. Yeah. That's the. So I mean, there's all the pre-recorded targets from from Moscow. Oh, that. <laughs> so you know that until we'd fired it, I wasn't. What's two, uh, time of time of time of flights and time of you flight, know, yeah, and stuff. So twelve seconds. That's yeah. not a lot of time. Mate. There's a letter off Stubal before we went on leave. Good bloke. <laughs> Uh, says, I, where's, has it been? Has some of it been lost? Read, uh, rubbed yeah. off. Yeah, read it. Read so. Yeah, go on. Read the letter from Stu Bell, mate. Yeah, it says um, Royal Irish Royal Irish Mortars. You're doing a good job. Uh, keep it up. Don't know when you're coming out, <laughs> but um, <laughs> still, I'll let you know. I can remember laughing at the time and I read it as well. Uh, but I'll let you know as soon as I can. Um, I'm going on leave now, just to rub it in. <laughs> Sergeant Des Larkin, and we look. I'll be talking to you on the net and let him know. If you need anything, uh, and have a smoke on me, keep your heads down, lads. Stu Bell. Um, there's the cigar. Oh, he's in the cigar. The c- <laughs> <laughs> he's a, such a mega bloke. Yeah, he's a good, he's a good um, Yeah, um, fucking hell. They wait, just, uh, do you remember, like, the, remember the, it, go on. Do you remember the... Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the mural. Yeah, 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 all the guys. Um, the, yeah, the mortars coming close. I remember... I remember having a A10, the A10, I call it the A10 for me, yeah. A10 for me, the A10 Thunder, Thundercat, Thundercat, Thunderbolt. No. Um, Thundercat. Warthog. A- well, I'm going to call it the Thundercat. <laughs> I'm going to call it the Thundercat, right? Yeah, the Warthog. Yeah. The a- no, really was, was Warthog not the call sign? No, A10 was the... I know, we'd, no, A10, sure was no, A-10 Warthog sure. was the call sign, mate. You sure? Yeah. Anyway, well, the A10 coming tank, in. The tank busters, weren't they? I tank busters, yeah. The A10 in. coming in. Mm. And and oh, and the yeah. Ray... Yeah. <laughs> 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 and then the A10 coming in. And I know, it was coming in. And Ray going... Uh, we knew where they were going. We could yeah. see... Like, we knew... Because he called it in. We were on the, we were on the uh, outpost. And, and Ray coming on and saying, you might want to get your heads down. You're like, this kind of bit close. <laughs> and for an A10, it's like 150 metres. Like, is, is the closest. Yeah. You, you, sh- you should, by the book, bring any rounds in. And this thing was like fucking 40 metres, mate. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was <laughs> mental. It was mental. Um, Ray was fantastic. He it? was good, yeah. Was he was good. good. He was... I, yeah. Right, he's, you just um, know, he's just the way he was as well. He wasn't... Yeah. Just his ability as a you know as a, as a you know what he was in that um, FAC FAC no JTAC yeah well the same thing isn't it is it no forward air control JTAC same thing yeah no but he was good he was he was he was he was fantastic anyway wasn't he um, but just the way he's, he's the way he was as well he's dead relaxed about mm. everything was he yeah. mm. mm. you know so yeah is he JTAC no no he don't oh no I was, well we we got together didn't we. Oh, you asking? What were you asking me? If JTAC and FAC is the same? Yeah. 
No, well, there's definitely a rank difference. Hmm. They can't be the same. I don't know. They can't be the same because they've got different letters. <laughs> uh, FAC is forward air controller. JTAC's joint yeah. tactical air controller. So, no, I don't know. No, they can't be the same. I don't know. I can't remember. I probably have. I was just fr- throwing bombs down the tubes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, right, mate. Uh, so how many guys in the motorliner? How many guys did you bring in the motorliner? Um, there was three per detachment, so there was six. And then there was me um, and an ACPO, so there's there's eight. eight did did you have, uh, was a Danish ammo different to your ammo? Our ammo. Your ammo. Because um, we had, I remember going We had in. some US, we had some US mortar. Uh, in, in, we, we, yeah, we had US mortar um, bombs, which they had airburst. On, on the, you could use them as an, oh. air, as an, air, as an airburst. Was that just a case of yeah. turning the thing on the top? Yeah. Um, but the, I know the Danish left us a load. When, obviously, when they went, they left us a load of these uh, their grenades that were like, I think they were like six times more powerful than yeah, um, the British there was, ones. And there was, um, yeah. was flashbangs. Man, I also yeah. I remember getting off the, we mm. came back, we came up to Zakala, we dropped, we, we, we got picked up with the Chinooks, didn't we? In the, obviously that fucking extraction. And we got picked up with the Chinooks in, in the dashed. And then, um, we came into Bastion. Do you remember being on the pan and we got and we and then we get this to empty right empty all we had to get rid of all our ammo. Yeah. So yeah. we got off the pan fucking two weeks after everyone's on leaving the UK. Yeah. yeah. We're in Bastion. <laughs> then they go, right, get empty out your holy ammo. And he was like, yeah. Have you ever seen uh, is it is it is the film Desperado? Is it the film Desperado? Yeah. He has to empty yeah. his pockets and then he's got about twenty yeah. weapons. I remember emptying out my kit and I had fucking all stuff I didn't recognise coming out of pouches like it was grenades mainly, all yeah. fucking random grenades coming out, ammo yeah. coming out of yours. All on the deck, yeah. yeah. <laughs> on the deck. And they are, it's the RAF looking there, they're going, what the fucking hell is going on you, mate? That was fucking crazy. That was mm. crazy, yeah. Um, so, uh, how, sorry, how many of you were there on the motorline? Yeah, there's eight of us. There was there was eight of us, yeah. It's just so, eight. Yeah, so you, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. the, the whole um, section, obviously, you've got the the, the Barber Embassy, the Alpha Embassy, there was two, and then there was um, yeah, there was eight of us. So there was ten in total as, as part of the mortar um, elements, mm-hmm. shall we say, mm-hmm. in Muscala, yeah. So, but yeah, you know, I'm still in touch with the guys now. Um, did you did you know? I can't remember if I knew or not. You know, mm. we so we got okay. My headphones falling off. Yeah. Got, we got all the way through that, and then I, I remember the morning of. Um, I remember, yeah, we were fucking. Thinking, when the fuck are we going out yeah. I remember getting to a point, and we'd been there for a month, so you'd been there yeah, six yeah. weeks, seven yeah, weeks, yeah. and they're going, right, fellas, it's staying another month. Yeah. What? You fucking joking? Mm. No, hardly any ammunition. Yeah, yeah. Hardly any food. Mm. We weren't too bad for water, were we? We weren't too bad for mm. water. Uh, medical supplies yeah. were low. I fucking think... people were running low. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> I it. Know. I think he just got to a point, didn't he? With, um... And that was. Quite soon after we started to lose the lads, wasn't it? You know, you when um, you know, just after that. I don't know because I was remember, it? I remember the, the just. The, I didn't. I don't remember the, all the like the the main deaths and casualties being all in one sort of slot. I, I again, mm. it's my knowledge. Yeah, I just remember yeah. being punctuating the sort of regular intervals. Gone, mm. gone, 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 yeah. gone. But um, do you do you did you know that 
we how are we going to get extracted? I don't recall knowing. I remember, I think I might have known mm. like an hour before the fucking these trucks rocking into camp that the yeah. Taliban were going to assist us extracting. Did you? Did, was you in on the OC's um, O group every night? Yes. Oh, ooh, yes. Mm. I'm sure I was. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, I would have been. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it I don't think he told us until the day before. I don't we think were, so we were all just like the old group was in the ops room, wasn't it? No, he was outside on the uh, on the on the three piece suites. Ah, yes, I was. <laughs> yes, I was. Shut up. Yeah, yeah, That's right. Yeah. yeah um, but so I don't think I knew. But, yeah. Because um, we was all we was all looking at each other to say, "Is this, this? No, I don't think this is going to happen this way." And then we went back, and I, I actually deliberately never told uh, the mortar section because I, I'd, I, there'd been that many times where I'd gone back and I'd said, "It looks like we're getting out of here." <laughs> And then it changed, and he, and they, and they yeah. to, I got to the point where they just didn't believe me. They just were looking mm. at me to say, "Well, just tell us." They actually did say, "You know, if, just tell us um, if it's something that's for sure this time." But every you know commander goes back and you do a yeah. briefing. You put you have to pass on because you have to have the belief in it to tell them exactly. So you you got to you got to be committed. Yeah, but I never told them about the jingly truck extraction. <laughs> um, but obviously, they, they got talking to the lads at Sompersu. And they came back and said, "No, Danny, what's all this going on about the yeah uh, trucks?" And I said, Pff. "I said, this night before. This was. I don't think it was. I don't. It wasn't. It was the morning, mate. It was the morning. No, it wasn't because the trucks came in the night before and they were checked for uh, IEDs. They came in early hours. No, no, it was the definitely was the day before. Really? Yeah, definitely. I day remember before. that. Fuck yeah. my memory, mate. It was part of the. It was part of the. The op- well, it was part of the operation. He said that they, you know they're going to they're going to bring him in. We're going to check them mechanically. We're going to check them for anything nasty. Um, and then the day after, I think that was the day we were running around, you know, um, tidying up the camp, leaving it in the state that we found it. You know, all that ripping down that, the sangers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that great uh, British stuff that we do. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I right know. Yeah, so but I, just, I I still couldn't believe it when we were getting on the the, uh, the trucks. To be honest, could could you? Mate, I mean, don't get me wrong. Yes, I, I'd, I'd, yeah, have, yes. I'd, I'd have done anything at that point to get to get Absolutely. out. Absolutely, I'd, I'd have, you know. Um, yes, I, I believed at the time. I didn't even question it, and and I didn't even question it for years after. Right, I didn't, mm. and then uh, I, and and I, I sort of put out my mind. Not, not like oh, mm. do that. It's, it's just yeah. because for one of the reasons was we, oh, mate, we got in a bastion. I don't remember this either. And we got told mm. you will not talk, you will not speak. We all yeah. got together. You will not speak. That this did not. You did not get extracted by the Taliban. Yeah. The Taliban did not have to come out, come out, yeah, and extract a British forces unit from Afghanistan. You will not talk. That's basically what it's saying. Yeah, yeah. Although we were told outright, you will not yeah. talk about it. Mm. And then I, and then um, so it's, anyway, again, it's just one of the things. You want to do things. It's just one of the second things that happened. That's yeah. how I treat it. Move on to the next. One of those things, fellas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? yeah. And then uh, I didn't. You know, I mean, even in, I didn't fucking speak at it really. Yeah. Um, and I mean, in, within three para, there was there was a lot of people didn't know about it there. It's just, it's just one of yeah. those things that you didn't mm-hmm. really speak about it, just because you if you think about conversation or whatever. And then I saw it on a Wikipedia page in 2009. I remember seeing it. I think, ah, fucking cat's out of the bag. Well, that's that then. Yeah. And then after we did documentary, it's only after we did the documentary Here Is a Hellman. Yeah, yeah. That um that I thought, hang on a minute. Yeah. Fucking well, hell! This is you hear about. This is the kind of stuff yeah. you hear about to, in the fucking good to, old to, days. To, to, to be honest, I, Patrick Bishop was after that when I um, left the army in 2007. He's after no, the diary. Yeah, but not 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 in a you know he just wanted 
information to write the book. You know, three paragraphs. I think oh, Freddie yeah. Fred, had probably pointed him in my direction. Yeah. Um, so he, he more or less tipped me off that something would happen 10 years after um, the event. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And sure enough, about a, about a year before I got the call off the guy from, uh, you know, the, the Bristol um, oh, Channel. For, name. Long. Dave Long. Long. Dave Long, yeah. Yeah. And he he came up and I picked him up from Bergen International Training Station. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He, picked, he got found me on LinkedIn, I think. And um, my boss at the time passed on my, my number you know, <laughs> without asking me. And uh, obviously he's on your friends. So I said, "All right, mate, I'll, I'll give you a call. I'll, I'll, I'll check you out first, make sure you are. You say you are, and I'll give you a ring back." And um, I think the first person I spoke to was uh, was Violet um, Paul's mum, mm-hmm. and I said, "This is what they're planning to do." Um, have you got a problem with it? And if she'd have said no at the time, well, I wouldn't have. I'd have. I wouldn't have done anything with it, you know. Um, but I was sort of of the opinion he's, he, they were going to do it anyway. Do you know what I mean? They mm-hmm. were going to do it, um, and I was sort of of the opinion if they're going to do it, then I want it to be done in the, in the right way, and Absolutely. from and and the stories to be told correctly and it to be accurate because you see these so many uh, things on TV that are, that aren't accurate, and you know they're not accurate being a, you know being a military man. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't want our story to be to be told in that way. Mm-hmm. So I, I more or less said to him, if you can get, I, I think I mentioned your name, um, Adam, um, Freddie, a, a few of the others. I said, if you can get these guys to to commit to it, and then come back, and then then I'll and I'll speak to to Violet, get her blessing. Mm-hmm. Um, then I'll, then I'll, I'll consider doing it. And that's what that's what, I think that's where it all, all sort of started mm-hmm. from, really. Uh, the phone calls were made, and you know. I think I've only watched it once, though. Have you watched it? Uh, yeah, I watched it once. I watched it again. Yeah, I just I, I find it difficult, mate. I, I, yeah, I, I watched oh. it. I watched it once, and I, I, same as the books. Yeah, I, I've read. I've read. I've read uh, Adam's book once. I, 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 I flicked through to see who my name was to see what's said about yeah. me. <laughs> you know, like if Jared said yeah, one yeah. of the shows, like I do that. Yeah. I can't. But do you know what it is? It's. It's. Um, I go back to everyone remembers things differently. Yeah. I don't want to read through. I don't, actually, there's a couple of things about Adam's book. That's fucking bollocks. It's little things. It's yeah. tiny little things. Nothing major. The, mm. I will. Say, in fact, you know what? I'm talking rubbish. I'm talking mm. rubbish here. Right. So I haven't read Three Para. This is War. The one about like, yeah. that at all. Patrick, I haven't read Patrick, um, that's Patrick Bishop. Yeah. I haven't read two. Toots and a couple. I, I haven't read any of them. Um, for that reason, I don't want to go through mm. them. Then, um, Adam Jowett's book, No Way Out, right? Yeah. Adam's going to come on as well at some point. Yeah. The one of them was Sagala. So, obviously, for, for people listening, watching, who don't know who Adam is, he was the officer in command of Easy Company, who were the, who obviously, yeah. Danny and I were part of. They got um, the, the Siege of Musakala, as they call it. Uh, and the documentary referring to being referring to the Hero of the Hellman is on Channel Four. You can get it on there, the Channel Four, for that, can't you? Yeah. Right. So, so Adam's book. There's a, there's a military historian, there's a friend of mine called um, Max Arthur. Yeah. And he's, I think he's like the most successful, or the most, yeah, the most successful British military historian to date. He's just, you know, he did the latest Churchill book, just the fucking everything. Awesome guy, mm. super super nice guy. Um, talk to hindlays of a donkey. I'm going to see him in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Lives down in London, and he rang me and he said, uh, "I don't get calls him often." And he said, um, "Again, this is about Adam's book." He said, uh, "Have you read the book?" I said, "I don't." I said, "Mate, I don't read them." Yeah. He said, "Hmm." I said, "I said I've read a couple of bits where my names in, you know, just to see what's been said." Yeah, yeah. So I said, "What do you think?" I said, to, "I said, well, it seemed good." And, and that's honest. I thought 
Ah, this isn't being written in the style as expecting from Adam. Mm. I thought this is this seems like it's really well written. That's as far as I went because I didn't want to bring myself to read it. And, and yeah, yeah. Max went ten minutes trying to convince me to read it. He said, you, you, "I think you yeah, have a read of it." Yeah, yeah. I was like, "Nah, uh, yeah, yeah." I blow. I just played. Yeah, yeah, whatever. And um, I had a copy of the book from the book launch. Yeah, yeah. And um, I got in bed that night at ten o'clock, mate. And I got the book and I thought, "Look, let's get, fuck it, let's give it a bash." And yeah. I opened the first page and I started reading. And again, the way Adam's written it, holy... F- and bear in mind, like, I was there, you were there. Yeah. I became immersed. 1am, hmm. I was still reading it. I got about three quarters of the way through that book in a, yeah. in, in a one I couldn't stop reading it. It was brilliant. And like I said, tiny little things where people's memories mm. different, remember yeah. a different way. And I mean tiny well, little I things. Think, I, I think that's... Brilliant read. Brilliant read. I know exactly... I know I thought exactly the same. I, I mean, I, I I texted him on the morning when I was going down to enjoy his canapes and his uh, pims. Then, uh, Wellington Barracks. Oh. Yeah, I texted him. I said, I think it's fantastic. And um, I said, I'm on page 90 already. Or oh, something. did you get it beforehand? Yeah, no, I, I'll tell you what happened. Oh, I it got I, released, didn't it? Before yeah, it got released it, too no, early. It was, um, it was on Amazon, weren't it? So 12 o'clock, if you pre order it on Amazon, it, it drops in. So I think I was up at two That's o'clock right, yeah. or something reading it because I was looking forward to obviously going down and, and uh, seeing the lads and everything. Um, yeah, but I just, like you said, I couldn't, I, I couldn't put it down. I couldn't. I thought it was a really fantastic written book. You know, it, like you say, it, little things that maybe um, you know you think nah, but that's Stan's perception. It's not because Adam's wrong. It's because it's perception. Absolutely. And if you were to write a book from a sniper's point of view, um, it would be totally different to anything I'd write as a mortarman and, and anything. And, and Adam was plus a man, it was ten so. years before, mate. Yeah, yeah, ten years ago. Mm. I mean, yeah. even that, like. That um, as an example, when you're in a high, you know, you're in a high pressure situation, high stress yep. situations, you, you just you just remember shit wrong. We, we when we came out of there, we went back mm. to Kabul. I don't know if you remember this. Um, so so obviously you're on about Violet. And, um, yeah. Jared and I went up, found Max and mm. and Paul. Um, and then when we got to Kabul on the way out, we finally got that fucking place. We were in Kabul for however long we were there for. Yeah. The military police came down. Do you remember? Yeah. And the no, military police did, worried that we were going to go into the bar and. Yeah. No, 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 no. They they came down and they were doing the the preliminary investigation into the deaths. Ah, uh, yes, I remember. Yeah, that. yeah I remember and that. Yeah. You remember that? Yeah, yeah. So we've yeah. been out, God, what a couple of days, you know, and we sat mm-hmm. there. I remember. So they spoke to me. Um, they spoke to Jared. They spoke to the medics. They spoke to a couple of others about to talk through like what happened. You know. So for Jared and I, or when you hit the roof, what, when you got there, what did you find? Did it? What did you do? Did it? Yeah, yeah. What was the sequence of events? And we did that. I like it. It wasn't. It had only been a couple of weeks before, mm. you know. And uh, we finished that. They fucked off, and I sat with Jared, and I sat with Frenchy the medic and Robbo the medic, and we sat there and, and said, "What are they asking?" Because there's nothing shady about it. And yeah. Said, yeah. Oh, we spoke through it. So yeah, yeah. And we started talking about that that day, mm. or that that contact, and um, and I had remembered it completely different to them. The sequence of events completely mm. differently. So, for example, I got on the roof. We found mm. Jared and I got on the roof. We found Dre over there. You know, breathing his last breaths. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, and while we were treating him, then the then we were treating him. Then we saw Paul, 
and then the minutes came mm. up. That's not what happened. It's not what happened. It was a different sequence, but mm. I was adamant in my head. I was mm. adamant. But the other three remembered it completely differently. Yeah. And it wasn't me trying to twist things. It's just that your brain remembers things completely differently. Mm. So that so for Adam's book, my God, you know, to remember it ten years, ten years before, yeah. brilliant. Seven, uh, it is, it is, it is, it is superb. No way, in fact, people listening go buy the fucking book. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's good, mate. Yeah. Um, how do we get onto that? What was it like coming back for you? Uh, I, I think when when I got back, I got I got heavily I got nominated by the battalion to go and work with the army um, history museum in Chelsea. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. And it was good, it was good to be honest. But I think I probably could have done with stepping away from it a little, a little bit, and you know, not, not got it being 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 the old MQ thing. Because I mean, like I mean, you just said that, that when Scarlet, it, yeah. yeah, when it when it um finish you sort of moved on to the next thing didn't you mm. and my posting at the time was horrendous we were, we were stuck in Inverness Fort George yeah and he was just a, he was such a bad post didn't they take you on the mountains and decompression um, did you go hill walking or something for, didn't am I getting this right no, I decompression heard, we went with you for Cyprus yeah, and, no but I mean I heard yeah. that when you guys got back yeah you weren't allowed to go and leave for another week you had to go hill walking with the battalion or your unit for a yeah. week and then go on no we did yeah actually we went to uh, yeah. we went down to the, yeah that that scheme resort, didn't we? Just down there. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that was a uh, that was great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you, you honestly, you couldn't get a worse post. It was fifteen quid in a taxi to the nearest town to, have a, to have a beer to Inverness. Oh my god! And that wasn't very good either. So, yeah, I mean, when the, the, the little times where I used to go off down to London to, um, they used to fly me down to London to work with people setting up. There was a big. I don't know if you went to the exhibition down there. Um, the, it was dedicated to the 2006 tour, no. and there were people from Free Para working on it as well. There's there's PF there. Um, oh really? Yeah, there's but there's Pathfinders, and I think there's an element of everybody who was there. It was Gurkhas, and we we made this exhibition basically uh, that people would walk around and you know obviously have a look and everything about what happened in 2006. But when I was doing that, I think it was all right. But when I was back in Inverness, there was too much time to think. And we there was no operational tours on the horizon either. And I'd been constantly busy from 2003. You know, in and out of Iraq, I did a, a cop platoon tour, mm-hmm. two couple of tours of Iraq. Then, obviously, I bounced from the Iraq one in March straight into MQ. And it wasn't for me, you know, sitting around doing nothing. And I ended up eventually, I, you know, I was out. Mm-hmm. I left. So, under under some circumstances. But, you know. Mm. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's a weird one to come back from. Um, yeah, uh, because again, it sort of goes back to no one really understood what yeah. had gone on, what was going on. Mm. Uh, <clears throat> even when I came back, <clears throat> even when I came back on R and R, like yeah, I I, I chose the the first R and R at all. I yeah, I chose it. Um, which meant I had like five months to push out, but I came back on the R and R. Yeah, I fucking hated it, mate. I fucking mm. hated it, mate. I remember sitting there in a the bar. Um, I'm a very logical person. I'm black and white, you know. I, you know, black is black, white is fucking white. And yeah. um, uh, and I remember sitting. I, I got off the the, the plane, Brighton, flew into, and I got a train to London. And I met up with a lady friend in London, and we were we were sat in a bar on the Thames. And um, the first contact had just happened in Afghan with a company. Yeah, I hadn't been a part of it, but I came back and and sat down and leave. And fuck me, my, my 
when Brian was doing backflips yeah um, I I I wanted to fucking kill everyone mm. I, I, well, I don't mean that literally I fucking hated everyone I sat there on the south bank looking at people walking past but I remember I remember it I remember, yeah. I remember clearly what I was thinking I know where, you, I know where you're going with people are walking past exactly the same, yeah. with their shopping so. bags and enjoying themselves yeah. and tourists right and I I hated them yeah. I couldn't I couldn't stand how it was it was how dare how dare you go about your normal lives how yeah. fucking dare you when you do you realize what's going on mm. how fucking dare you there's my mates throughout there now there's shit yeah. going out you're just fucking cracking on that's what mm. was going on yeah. at the same time at the same you're like I'm a logical person but the conflict mm. was you shouldn't be thinking like this yeah. you know it was just what the f- why why so I had that I was mm. just, my head was a fucking mess yeah. remember the remember the Lady I was with fucking shook my arm because the waiter be there talking to me, asking three or four times what beer I wanted. I yeah. fucking hadn't even knew him. I was in my own head. I hated it. I hated yeah. it. I just wanted to, I just wanted to go, but get me on a yeah. plane, get you back out there. I shouldn't be here. I should either, be helping the guys. It's either one or the other, isn't it? It's, it's, <sighs> Mate, it's, it's either that world or it's, that, it's either stay in that world forever. It's fucking horrendous. Or, or, yeah, I know where you're coming from. Uh, um, that yeah. was that, and you go back out and everything's right as rain again. And then you mm. all come back at the end of it and then you go oh. that never happened well no it's not no I mean you all, no, I mean, you all it, it, come but, back after, t- after us, the tour and you think fucking hell no but for us it was that you know that never I know, happened that never happened, that yeah, never happened. No, and then you so no, you get yeah. you, you know yeah. there's, no, there's nothing in the newspapers yeah. that you're trying to explain to people what's yeah. happening well you know where do you start with it all but yeah it's it um I yeah it was, mm. that lack of uh I've spoken about it before. It's like it's um, after the first talk, regardless of where you were in that first talk, whether you're in Bastion, yeah. whether you're in Lashkagar, whether you're in Kandahar, whether you're a fucking logistics guy, whether you're RAF, whether you're Navy, or whether you're on the ground, um, I, 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 I think for the majority of people, a, a help in I'll say rehabilitating. I'll use that word rehabilitating yeah. back into back into the UK life when you're still in. So coming back from a tour like that. Mm. Any Afghan tour, yeah, 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 back in a big part of that is how a bit, how you cope with it, and every and everyone's different, right? Yeah, um, it depends on how you received, <clears throat> and I didn't have that issue after the second tour, didn't have after the third tour. The first tour, it was like mm. you're saying, you come back, no one knew what was going on really. Yeah, um, there was no like freedom of city parades, there was no fucking um. It, it, it was, it, it was, there was no recognition, if you like. Yeah. Now that's not to say that I wanted recognition. Oh no, well, no, well no, done, no, you. You're no, fucking no, amazing. No, no. no, didn't want that. No. But the fact that it wasn't there meant that it it it, it magnifies that you've not you don't understand what the fuck I've gone through. Yeah. No one understands, and this is subconscious though. You don't understand what the fuck I've done. Mm. Um, I don't want to talk to people. I don't want to fucking talk to people. Mm. What was it like out there? fuck off yeah, yeah. What, what was it like yeah. and you want to throttle yeah. them yeah. You, how would you answer it no, how would you answer the question I even now I struggle with that it's, I, yeah. my answer is it was interesting it's, what was it's it like, like did you enjoy it <laughs> it was interesting I enjoyed some elements I hate others <laughs> but I mean in a lot of ways um, I mean I was lucky I, when, when, I, when I left when I left um, I got you know, one of my friends got me into a, a job straight away and he looked after, oh, okay. he looked yeah. after me, like yeah. you know, a company called well, a guy called Anthony O'Brien. Uh, LOL, Insulation Contracting Services. They were called LOL. ICS, they were called. 
Oh, I thought you said yeah, LOL. No, no. I thought you said LOL. no, it got me working, and I think that's half the that's half the battle, isn't it? When you you got something to yeah. concentrate on, and you know you got your mates looking after you, uh, it's, it's easier to get back to get mm. back into it. But I suppose I can imagine, I can't, I, you know, people who leave and they're looking for work, and you know, it's it's not good, is it? It's not good. It's difficult. It's people, difficult. Are, yeah, we go a lot. I mean, we've, we've, I mean, there's a lot of pressure in there, you know. But uh, yeah, but yeah, I was lucky, so. It's good mm. to go. Was he ex-military then? No, no, he's a good friend. Yeah, uh, no, I think he could. He spotted that I needed a bit of a, you know, a bit of a bit of a hand and uh, help me out. So it's like a staying, stay, staying occupied, I suppose. Isn't yeah, it? that's it. And then you let you. Well, you say. I mean, you know, you say yeah. you're mind wandering, struggle with it. But then again, I know people that fucking don't blink an eye at what went on. No, you know no, no, I mean? no, no, it's no, like, no. I didn't yeah. blink an eye at the time. You didn't blink, blink no. an eye at the time. But and then I know other people who are absolute like yeah, fucking yeah. mess mm. who've only done a cup who only may have had a couple of contacts. Yeah. I know people who would like weren't even front line yeah. and have got other issues. But you know, it's, it's you, not you can't people have a car it. crash. No, people have a car mm. crash. Siv pop of a car crash yeah, yeah. and can't cope with it. Every brain's different. You know what mm. I mean? It's like the PTSD thing gets Yeah. The, the, I say the PTSD thing. PTSD is like, or as it's linked to the military, the military, the military. The reality is, again, I was thinking about this earlier. I like doing this show because we 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 talk about jobs, yeah. you know, help people get, not helping people, just talk stuff. Yeah. We talk about a lot of time mental, you know, mental health comes up, and like with the PTSD thing, it, the stuff we talk about, it doesn't just apply to the military, mm. you know. It's Civ Pop. It's anyone. It's yeah, like yeah. It, it's all the same issues. It's what's caused it is different, yeah. you know. And how and how you cope is different. What support you got for it? We yeah. as a as ex military, I think, uh, compared to be very, very, very lucky yeah. in what is available to us in terms of support mm. in a lot of different ways, shape, form, right? And the kind of community there is outside it. If you if you're part of it, like online yeah. on, on Facebook, the Warrior of RV Ops. Yeah. Rory Ops, uh, the Warrior yeah, uh, Ops, Sam Benson's the, the amount of groups yeah. they are yeah. fucking brilliant right mm. apart from last week when you realise that five people are fucking killing themselves you see that yeah, but... Jesus Christ um, we're lucky yeah. in what's available to us yeah. what we are not lucky with is is that because of the organisation we were part of a part of a military organisation is that we are not we are not as pro- we are not um as accepting of that support, yeah, as because we could or should be, mm, we're not. No. It's because you've got to swallow your pride. Yeah, you you do. You have to. Sw- you know, I, I'm. I've said it before. I've. You know, I, I walked myself in the health heroes last last year. It was a fucking mess, mate. Mm. It was a fucking mess. The, 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 the effort it took for me to do that, yeah, was huge. It's swallowing your pride, mm. you know. The fucking commander was in. So I was in the fucking, you know, his yeah. fucking sniper commander, three fucking tours of Afghan, yeah. two of Iraq, fucking bunch, you know, a couple of island. Mm. I did well. And then you get the point and you're a fucking wreck. Mm. You've got to swallow your pride because the, the alternative is you don't. Yeah. And what and what, what goes in? Spiral downhill, spiral downhill. I, I'm lucky in that I, I've got the emotional awareness and the emotional intelligence yeah. to have realised that and go, and it, it's, got this needs to fucking get solved now not everyone has that no. i'm one of the lucky ones you think the people haven't got that awareness or you know or just have got it harder yeah. i by no means had it hard like last year i, I, I yeah 
It was difficult, you know what I mean? But there are people fucking that were ten times worse off than me. Some of them ain't you anymore. Some of them are you anymore. Just need to get hold of them and go, yeah. on. fucking get on to it. Yeah. Again, it's that swallow your pride, accept the help. You're not invulnerable. You could have done mm. 50 fucking tours of Afghan, survived every single one of them. You're not invulnerable. No. because And it affects everyone in different ways. Like the same, we were mm. sharp as a button out there. And, yeah. and sharp as a fucking button. Ten years down the line... I think you, up, yeah. Yeah, I think you're hundred percent right, Hugh. To be honest, but it, it, it's not so much the military thing, is it? it it's it's reaching a, a particular low in your life where it come. I think where it comes on, isn't it? It's a, there's a trigger for it, you know. If you know, if if you lose your job, you've got no money. Mm-hmm. You got it's all them other mm-hmm. things, mm-hmm. and then the demons come, don't they? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so. No, I, think, I think what Sam's doing is he's fantastic with uh, the Warriors RV. Who is no, it? Sam Sam Benson's Benson. name is, yeah, he's a, So do you know much about because I'm he's only a, he's, recent yeah, part he's, of it. So um, he was C Company Royal Irish. Oh, uh, was he? Sam I didn't Benson. know that, mate. Yeah, I didn't yeah, know yeah. that. Right, go yeah, on. He's sorry. a great guy. Um and he started it off, I think Is it more than just a Facebook group? No, it won't yeah, it, it's um he's it was initially it was just like a, a few hundred members and that I mean he's got so so many thousand now. But you it's got people talking and it, it it's actually you not you you don't have to go you don't it, it, people need um help at at the point when it's happening not three months down the line three weeks down the line two weeks down the line even a, even a, a day down the line so you know you've got guys who who aren't you know not afraid of actually coming along and saying you know I'm feeling pretty crap at the moment and they get in touch with with people so at the, the point at, the, at at that point if they you know if they can get through that point mm. and someone's giving them help. Chances are they'll, they'll be okay. Mm. Do you know what I mean? But it's it's, it's sitting around when you, you you're trying to get that help and you're out of the services. Yeah. Um. And you somebody tells you oh, it's going to be a week to see someone. That week could be critical. Unrest, mate. Un- so what? Rest. So what? Jesus Sam's Christ, done. Yeah. You know, he set up this thing, Warriors RV, um, where people can get, like I say, they can get help straight away. So it's it's fantastic. You know, it's, it is good. I mean, yeah. I had a fuck. I was in a world of fucking pain like a week last Monday. Yeah. And I, yeah, you know, well, you, you fucking probably know. I I posted in there like yeah we last Monday and and I then I remember thinking at the time um, I would I would not have what I posted in there and like yeah I would no if I had, didn't know that group and I'm part of other groups you get mm. I would never have done that never and I and I was fucking sitting there and uh, and uh, not feeling great should we say yeah yeah and. Um, and I'd been a part of the group for a couple of weeks and, and just looking at it and popping up. But because of the nature of what's in there, because the way he controls it and the way and the way the people are in there, yeah. that meant I felt I could post in there, yeah. which I did. And mate, my fucking week improved, do you know what I mean? And uh mm. and um it is great, it is great. I, I, I didn't realise he was a mate else. I didn't yeah. realise. I didn't realise you were you were this is where you was, to be honest with you before, you know, with 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 going you know, we, I didn't I didn't I didn't know, to be honest. But this, this is no, one of the, yeah. this is one of the reasons this is one of the reasons one of the reasons I started this yeah okay this show um show the fucking podcast right yeah one of the reasons is this to impart this kind of knowledge okay yeah. or this kind of talk this discussion um and and the other thing where you saying you didn't know where where I yeah where you am or I've, I've yeah, been yeah, yeah. Mm. is that that came to me. I I realized that realizing we realized that I realized that you before last when a, 
a good friend of mine, um, like my first, the first guy I ever met in the military, in yeah. depot, next to the bed space, Pete O'Sullivan, first guy, mm. my oldest military friend, killed himself. The last person I'd ever think would kill himself. Yeah. Ever think. And he fucking killed himself. And I'd made a, I hadn't spoken to him for a couple of years because he was on the circuit, I was in the circuit, he was living in Thailand. Yeah. And um, I made a couple of half-assed attempts to speak to him. Just to, I was going, Pete, da-da-da. And he wasn't the most talkative of people anyway, right? Yeah. And I'm not on social media, not prolific anyway. And then he fucking topped himself. And I thought, you just don't eat. You've got no idea. You've got no idea where people are. You, mm. The strongest people you have ever met can be fucking crumbling on the inside. Yeah. Absolutely. And you will never know. And the only way you can try and keep tabs in it or, or get an inkling of where people are or try and help with it is yeah. phone call, meet up, message. Just comms it's just one, comms just you've one, got it yeah, yeah. you've got it and yeah. you can't and you can't expect them to come to you no I will not like I my, my cut, you know I've got a couple of good friends and, and after the fact they'll be like why the fuck didn't you ring me yeah because the last thing I want to do when I'm feeling hideous I don't want to speak to anyone do you think when I go, oh, I'm fucking feeling shit? Again, yeah. it goes, sort of goes that pride thing. Sort of goes, I don't want to speak, to, I don't want to engage with anyone. Hmm. Everyone go fuck themselves. That's yeah, yeah, what it's yeah, like. Yeah. Go fuck yourselves. Which means you just spiral down further. You don't hmm. want to engage with anyone. So, hmm. so, but if someone reaches out, you get a phone call. Yeah. You maybe initiated it. Right, so. Exactly. Yeah. You've just got to keep in touch well, with so, people. I mean, Sam does that. He, he, he puts, he posts mm. on every now and again, you know, yeah. um, con- contact 10 of your oppos, make sure they're okay. To let them know that you've got you know you got their six um, it's ingrained it's, in me now to, yeah. to, to, to drop a message drop a message yeah, yeah. and if I don't get a reply pick up the phone call yeah, yeah, I mean yeah. there's a there's a guy right who is a he's world famous I'll say he's mm. yeah he's well he's definitely world famous not an A-lister he's a B-lister in terms of world <laughs> fame um, he's he's almost a household name in the British army I'd say yes I would say that's a fair comment certainly world of fitness and i spoke to this guy um a, about a month ago to get him on the show yeah uh i didn't know him before i was like fucking hell turns out he's local speak on the phone he didn't sound good at all did not sound good at all mm. and then he, he ran me back and he was in the world of fucking hurt and he, i was thinking holy fuck man yeah, yeah. you, you, you no way. Not you. No, <laughs> not you. You can't be in a world of pain. No, do you know no, what I mean? No. And he's old and bold and he's this yeah. fucking strong, mate, animal. Mm. And he was in the world of, sh- world of fucking pain. And he went from me trying to get the podcast to me th- then, well, fuck the podcast. Just touch base. Yeah, Are you all right? Okay. Blah, 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 yeah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. And I'm lucky because he, he's engaging back. It takes him two or three days to get back to me, but I still mm. hear from him. And now he's right. But at the time, I'm thinking, yeah. again, it was that, you got no idea. No, no. No What's idea. Happening? You've got to keep in touch with people. And, and, pfft, you know, that's yeah. just, so, uh, yeah. what about the next muscle collar reunion then? <laughs> Do you remember the last um, one? <laughs> what was it? The book launch? Stratford. Oh, no. Was it, was it the book Stratford? Launch? It was a book Don't launch. you remember the. Um, oh, he was. No, he was together. Was it in Stratford that was it? That's just around the corner, yeah. Was it there? Yeah. I thought I recognised some places there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh you, my god! Phone lost. Was it lost? Your phone. Phone. Strip club. Key. Car keys. <laughs> no, it was a strip club. Phone. Car keys. The cast I remember, bar. I remember <laughs> buying the whole bar shots. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good time. I don't know where the next one is. Singing know. with Freddie in the in the back of the uh, black cab. Don't remember no, that. No. No, 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 mate. No. That was a good time. A good time. Anyway, yeah. uh, mate, we're gonna have to wrap this up for tonight. We're going for an hour and what are we going for? An hour. And, okay. Hour, hour, hour and a half. Um. Anything you want to mention? 
No, thanks for having me on. That's it. Mate, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, oh, you're so close. Let's have to, to get you on again. Yeah. And uh, have a beer. I tell you what I'm going to mention oh, is No Way Out, Alan, Alan's book. Yeah. Um, the documentary you've been referring to is Helmet, Who Has a Helmand, Channel 4. You can get it. What's the Channel 4 app? What is this? Uh, more 4, 4, is it More 4? No, I, I think it's right on the now. iPad, I think. Um, yeah. And uh, that's it. Danny Groves, thank you very much, buddy. I really appreciate it. No worries. It. Thanks. Nice one. Okay, that's it. Ah, another shout out. Camrider Warwick. Don't forget to look them up. Do me a favour anyway, right? Just do me a favour anyway. Do them a favour. They're huge supporters of the military. Get on flipping Facebook now. Hit pause. If I don't hit pause, keep it playing. Keep it playing, right? Get on Facebook. Search Camrider Warwick. It'll come up straight away. Hit like. Thank you. Done. Or maybe even share. If you're feeling particularly generous, maybe even share. All right? Can't write a word. Get online. They're just, they're just good people. Be good to good people. Also, Adler Insurance Brokers. Uh, they are one of the leading insurance brokers in the UK. They're a chartered insurance broker. They are on the ball. They sponsor the show. And we are very grateful for that. I also believe they have a connection to the military via someone local to them. I'm not going to speculate. But they wouldn't be sponsoring the show if they didn't give a shit. So there we go. Adlerinsurance.co.uk get along and have a look at those guys A-D-L-E-R insurance.co.uk until the next time I have not finished Leavers Link Leaverslink.co.uk Leavers Link is a, uh, a free networking event for service leavers uh, it happens twice a month it doesn't happen this month because they have a break for the summer twice a month third and fourth Tuesdays of the month respectively free networking for service leavers they get, a, they get along business owners professionals and service leavers and people who are thinking about getting out, and they just get you together, give you some advice. Sometimes you even end up walking away with a job offer. Leaverslink.co.uk, Leaverslink on all the social media, including LinkedIn. Check them out. That is it. Until next time, Waffle out.